on TV, online, and oncologists curing cancer. They're the real heroes. This is EPT Not Live. Hello, my babies, and welcome to EPT Not Live at EPT Live. You can see us. Hi. Hello. Hi. All of the 400 cameras that are on us. We are in Malta. It's Halloween time. It's not strictly speaking Halloween. Full disclosure, at the time of recording, it's not Halloween. But that is the reason why we are in this ridiculous garb. It's All Hallows Eve, Eve, Eve. That's why we're in costumes. Lots coming up on today's show. James and I played some poker for charity last week. Uh, there was a media event here in Malta we're going to talk about. Uh, actually, this time playing poker for charity wasn't just about a girl, the Spearmint Rhino. Uh, and <laughs> one of us got a lot more charitable than we were expecting. Uh, but before we get too deep into this, it's time to introduce my work wife, James Hardigan. Greetings. And my work stepdad, Matt Broughton. Surprise. I'm I was not sure about stepdad, like, like older brother that steps in when you, know, you need a bit of backup. I was going to say work mistress. And in I was like, thinking more like I get emotional abuse from this one and physical beatings from this one. It's more like a situation where it's a 1980s French farce where we're both having an affair with the same person. He's the mistress for both of us. That's We probably do talk shit about each other to him <laughs> a lot, with oh. him, I guess. Oh, I could bust this whole thing wide. That's just be the end of it. <laughs> this could be the last EPT podcast not just live. with a couple of words from me. Look, I, I have to bring up something before we even get going here. Is that James Hardigan... Um, got detained at security <laughs> on the way out to Malta. Not because I did anything wrong. Um, the initial thing you didn't do wrong, but this is the question I ultimately had for the beekeeper here. Now, we know Matt does a lot of beekeeping. I do. Right? Oh, have so that makes him an authority on everything because he keeps bees. Hold on a second. Works makes, for me. Have you ever heard the phrase, you catch more whatever with honey than you do with vinegar or something like that? Is there a what? phrase like that? No. You're just making it up. No, there's definitely a I'm phrase not like maybe it's not it. a bee. I think it's a fly analogy, to be honest. Catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. James is at security, right? That kind of rings about what you're saying. I get you. And somebody, the security guy gives him a hard time about something. And James gets real bitchy with him. I did not get bitchy. I felt I was just being assertive while staying polite. I know there is nothing to be gained by pissing off the security. So tell what, what happened then. Okay, so you know when you're at the, the, the trays, right? He's, yeah. he's mediating the marriage already. Maybe he's our therapist, our, <laughs> our marriage counselor. So tell I me need, how you felt about that. I need multiple trays. I've got a bag, I've got a jacket, I've got a laptop, I've got an iPad, I've got a oh. bag of like, oh, liquids. Oh, good for you. So not exactly the same as everybody stuff. else that manages with one tray, but do continue. <laughs> So I'm trying to put multiple trays on, but the problem is I'm at, like, station number one, oh. and there's stations two, three, and four. Now, in the past, and this is my one kind of defense card that I'm playing right now in the past. This is only defense card. I have been told by airline security people at various airports that you have to keep your stuff together. Your trays have to be together. So I think it's important to get all my trays in a row. And the security guy basically says, you're holding up other people. Stop. Why are you in such a hurry? I went, I'm not in a hurry. I thought it was important to keep my trays together. I've been told to do that before. Yeah, but that tone isn't exactly the tone you used. It was like the tone where, like, the hairs on the back of my eyes, like, nope, James is getting detained. <laughs> so, of course, the guy presses the doom button on me, which means that my bag then gets pushed to one side. That really horrible feeling when you're standing on the other side and you see it just go, But no. I know exactly what's happening. The thing is, from the word go, I know, ah, okay, the guy's basically got a pissy on, and now they're going to fuck around with me for a bit. And... 
probably while some terrorist was successfully getting semtex <laughs> through the security machine, this guy is basically going through every single item in my bag. It was awesome. It's I like, have to. Oh, it was great. Wh what's this? It's a glasses case. Hmm. <laughs> if Just I wasn't so afraid of side. being detained myself, I would have filmed the whole thing. But I was afraid of like looking like his spotter. Every single pocket compartment, every single item in my bag was taken out. And it's like, yeah, it's fine now. You're you good know, to go. You know what the lesson is? Be nice to people. That's all I'm saying. Is like you could have yeah, made it a little. Now I will say he this: was, he was an asshole Strate to me. He strategically, was an asshole. strategically be nice sure. to people you wish were dead. Sure, it was. These people rile me so much. Those the little Hitler complex. I've got an, I've got a badge and a uniform, and therefore I think I'm fucking Robo. I have a question though: Is this the face of a man you would trust? <laughs> right there. Does that man not look shady? I snapped this. This is me playing the paparazzi when That's, James. All I'm doing is eating some noodles at a poker table. How is that in any way shady? Look at this. This is very sinister right here. This would be this would be the photo when they like. Who doesn't look weird when they're eating noodles? The thing is, but the noodles weren't going in. The noodles were coming out. That's right. He was just—he <laughs> was, he was about to feed them to someone else. To <laughs> so some he's got poor. some small chicks, and he was just regurgitating some noodles he had at lunchtime. Here, babies. Chip, 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 chip. I mean, I guess what goes in must come out. You've been having some toilet problems here, Malta. Now, if you guys remember, last year... Now, this is going to get really gross, guys, and I'm sorry. But last year, here in the, uh, in the bathrooms, every single toilet wasn't flushing. And I, there's, at some point... You got to just give up on it, right? Like, how many times yeah. can you flush? And I felt terrible. So what I did was my typical move where I would run out of the stall and then run to the urinal real quick so that whoever comes in next is like, somebody, I was like, yeah, somebody messed up. <laughs> <laughs> don't get that, don't <laughs> get that, buddy. There. Woo! Jeez, terrible. Someone has had a rather monstrous Armitage Shanks interface. Uh, it's not exclusive to this building, by the way. There is a problem with water pressure slash flushing across the island of Malta. Um... <laughs> I recorded this in your room. Oh, Jesus. That's that's that wasn't me. Full yeah. disclosure, that wasn't me. You don't know that. No, I am staying right next I, door to you. I, I but to be fair, I have I have generally quite Oh, you noiseless. know you just know you've never made that noise before <laughs> in your life. That's that's the sound of a man who's constipated. <laughs> I do not suffer from constipation. Well, well, I, don't okay. I don't even really want to know. Point being is the now I'm actually now I'm really curious. No, forget it. The goods aren't going down. That is in summary, that is the issue here. And no matter how many flushes, no matter how long the flush stays depressed, no matter how much paper you try and load on top of the main event, it just ain't going down. And I'm leaving it for the maid every single day, and somehow <laughs> she's finding a way of disposing of it. And I don't know if she's forcing it down or taking it out. She's scooping it out. Oh, She's got like a little poo strainer. Have you guys ever been in that situation where you've where you've like done that and something horrible's happened? And you've considered scooping it out because you're like no. at someone else's house or no. like a no. really no. okay? I'm the only one. Just no. crimp off regularly and you know don't like go if I can just not tense at any point. I wonder how how long I can keep this going. Just, just or you just do one of those like one of those phantom ones that just disappears. Just <laughs> you stand up and you're like, what? I thought the I. The weird thing is we're talking about my own excrement and I'm starting to feel a little bit sick. Okay, well, we, I, we, I would like to move on off this. Please do. But your iCal got involved in your... Uh, no, look, look at this, look at this, look at this. So when you send a text message or an email now that contains a reference to a time of day, <laughs> iCal basically automatically picks up the fact that you've mentioned a time. <laughs> do you want to add this to your calendar? So I was giving, being given the option to... Do you want to add 5 p.m. poo or 11 p.m. poo to your calendar? <laughs> no, I don't. 
And it probably gave the option like, and how regularly does this this uh, event repeat? <laughs> exactly. Daily, yeah. hourly, <laughs> weekly, <laughs> annually. James, it's very regular. It's very exactly. regular, very smooth. It's, it, it's, it's, not an, all, it's an all-day event. It's and not. did it want to invite regular contacts to this event? <laughs> You're lucky so, you didn't get in on this. Yeah, I'm. I'm very lucky. I. Uh, I only had to listen to it from uh, from next door. So uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the um, uh, to the uh, media event because Matt, that's something that you participated in. Uh, now you were separated from us. James and I have to be sitting next to each other, which is rare because we usually all end up uh, somewhere else. But do you remember James, that guy who was playing with us for like maybe four or five hands? He was in the room earlier. Is he gone? Yeah, he was oh, over Oh, that there. same guy? He's basically, he's responsible for like all of the screens around the tournament room, all the banners. And I think it was only his second game of poker. Oh, you're talking about Craig, who was just smashing everyone. Yes, yeah, Craig, I'm not him. Was, Craig was just destroying everyone, which was horrible. James paid him off when he made the nuts. I uh, ended up going going out to him when he flopped two pair with ace jack and I had ace queen. What guy are you talking? I'm about? talking about the guy that was playing like th played three or four hands before the tournament director came over and was like, "Oh, the guy oh. bought a ticket for like the 1K turbo and then <laughs> sat down accidentally in the 20 euro media event." Yes, that is the guy I'm talking about. That guy. Um, it was Thinking, like yeah, I've got a really great table. Remember here. that? <laughs> remember that thing that happened in uh, in Aria where the guy accidentally sat in the twenty five k. This was like the reverse of that. Only I, way worse for that guy. And this guy was sitting there thinking, "Hang on a second, I played, I paid one thousand euros, and there's like five minute blinds, and I've got five hundred <laughs> chips. This is shit value." But the beers were free, so you know. I'm, I'm not drinking this week, so that was kind of a waste for me. I just had to prove it to myself that I could do it. I'm just like, I realize I've been drunk for like six months straight and i was like you know what let's just try and malt it let's just see two days sober everybody two days sober can i get a can i get a yeah can i get one of those i have a sound effect here for yeah. applause somewhere yeah. there thank you thank you two days sober everybody Golf applause how long do i have to do this for is the real question uh if i've proven it at this point right no two, two days, whole days. Not enough. no I mean, if you do the whole trip i think that's an achievement the whole trip yeah what about after the final table no, that's whole, like that's like the the crown jewel, basically. The whole trip, if you can make right. it, like don't in, not on the flight, either. No drinks on the no. flight. No, that's right, because the flight will be during the daytime and stuff. Do you guys, if uh, would I be accurate in saying that I think that the highlight of the media tournament was that we got to play with the four color deck? <laughs> when you say highlight, do you actually mean low light? That's like the only thing I'll remember about the tournament. So like sure. wh whatever 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 the the deviation is from zero, um that's the most memorable thing about this. I went ahead and took the liberty. Uh, I took a bunch of video uh during the media event and I went ahead and took the liberty of uh, t splicing together oh, all Jesus. of our thoughts. How much of it involves me bitching and whining on like the on the four color deck? Oh no. Uh you're about to find out. So a hand like 10 juice offsuit like looks terrible and it looks even worse in four colors. Yeah, like, yeah. When it's green and blue, like seriously yeah, go fuck sucks. yourself. Just awarded the card to the wrong color. So the wrong color? Well only half of them are the wrong color. Oh it's the bloody I know. Four color decks equals pussification of life. <laughs> I keep thinking there's something wrong with my eyesight. I keep thinking want to pop my lenses out. It's like playing with a preschool deck. Can I have the crayons? <laughs> Three of those? I feel like 
if I had two aces and they were blue and green, like that just doesn't even seem like good aces to have. One of the reasons I don't want to connect is I like black aces. Oh, oh, do you know what? Go over it. It's, there's four different colours. Works online. It's a trial. It works online for a reason because people play on small screens or play something. You know what else works online, Mark? Kitty porn. Are you saying you're a fan of kitty porn? <laughs> no, I prefer that life. Oh, look at that. Those beautiful, beautiful tips. Did you say beautiful, beautiful children? <laughs> 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 Nine of greens exposed. Does anyone have orange? Does anyone have orange color? He's got a couple of greens. Runner, 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 strawberry variety. Did anyone fold purple? Uh, not yet. GG doppelganger. How many more cards come out? That's it. One more. That's it. Oh. <laughs> what about if you've got two greens? I bruise like a peach. But they were the same color, which in this game I understand is twice as hard because they had blue ones and green ones. That's true. That's so true. the fact they were the same color. That I hadn't thought about. So if I had Although, the chance to do it all again, at the end of October, strawberry season's over, and it's all about the uh, crunching grains. It's about the broccoli, isn't it? Broccoli. I, mean, I just say play purple or nothing. I haven't even thought of that. Yeah, you gotta wait for purple cards next time. Do you know? What? I think I think I might give it up. Yeah. I think I might I might be done with poker. We're all gonna we're all gonna stick to commentary, I think. Good good audio mix there. I, I would have loved to hear what our conversation was, but the music was beautiful. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I didn't add the music. Um, oh. That's iTunes just did that automatically when I played it in a slideshow. So oh. I, I, didn't, I didn't even mean for that to play. See, it's the same way. They put your poos in your calendar and music <laughs> on your videos. <laughs> See, you don't want any of that shit. No, literally. leave things case. the way they were. So anyway, yeah, so not a fan of the four-color deck. Actually, I, I've ended up not being a fan. I thought I would be more pro, but in a live situation, playing Hold'em, yeah, no. Hate it. Okay, so we came to the termination. Sarah Grant was at our table. Sarah Herring, whatever her married name is now. And um, she was like, so why is it that you guys don't like it? And there's the practical reason that you can easily flash a card. But for me, it was mostly tradition, right? Which leads me to believe, like, so now all those people, you know all those people who say they don't want a black James Bond? And everyone's like, you're racist. And they're like, it's tradition, are we being racist because we don't want green and purple cards in our deck? In all seriousness, staring at the board was just really screwing with my eyesight. Yeah. Right, but it's just because you're not used to it. So you're saying if you stared at a black James Look, Bond, it, okay. would at your, it would screw up your eyesight? No, I, in all seriousness, I think it's fixing a problem that doesn't need to be fixed. We talked about this, yeah. saying that in mixed games, in PLO, maybe there's an argument for it. Come on and hold them. How difficult can it be? Still? I mean, especially like Badoogie, where like the, it's such a big part of the, the, the ta-da, all four colors, suck it down. But yeah, I think only in the mixed games. So I'm. So you guys know it's interracial marriage, right? It's not mixed games. We don't. <laughs> we don't call it that anymore. Let's move on. Let's move on to something yes. else. Uh, we've got uh, spinning goes are a big deal this week. We got a bunch of people. Is it still at six? Right? Because last time I checked. Six people have won a million dollars playing spinning goes. Every time I check, the number's gone up, but like I think it's week. still at six. So we've been like working spin and goes into uh, various uh, promotions we've been doing on EBT Live this week. And so what what exactly is it? It's called spin and win. We've spin been and win. So the idea is that we're just picking two cards at random, and I think we're probably going to change it going forward and actually make it suit specific as well. Because basically we've been picking like a queen and a ten and saying, it doesn't matter if it's the queen of clubs and the ten of hearts, we've been saying win a hand in a spin and go with queen ten of any suit, and if you're the first person to boom the hand, 
then you're going to win a prize. But I think we're going to make it a little bit tougher and say that the suits have to be spot on. Yeah, because well, people are getting it immediately. But also, by a freak of nature, so far we've given like pocket nines and queen king, and it, we've been just drawing fantastic hands as well, so that's probably not made Oh, yeah, if it was 7-4 without yeah, the suits, yeah. it might be a little more difficult. But it was all legit it. and random, so... So, but every time somebody wins with these hands, they, they've got like a bonus, so right? So bear in mind that we, we talk about making millionaires and spin and go. I think at the moment you can potentially win a million if you play a 50 cent, $5, or $100 spin and go. Yep. Now, obviously, the multipliers are going to be more likely at the higher buy-in level. So we're basically offering someone a spin and go ticket, which is either 50 cents, $5, or $100. And we thought, well, to decide what they win, why don't we actually make a wheel? And therefore, we will spin to see what they win. Don't worry about that. That's my spin and go record that I want to go over with you guys. <laughs> Have you got like really loud music to go over that? Uh, hopefully. Just checking. So I think we're going to actually see the wheel in action. I think was this the first time that yeah, someone... Yeah, this is the first yeah. time. So basically, long story short, everyone that we've spun has gotten the $100, hun the hundred the so far. And uh, let's, uh, let's take a look at the first spin we did. Okay. Let's spin and win. Hooray! It's $100! <laughs> and Pokestars luck continues. Congratulations to Lulek93, who wins a $100 spin and go ticket. Well, the music kind of fits that time. If you but spin before, we get, uh, before we get into that video. So everyone has won the $100 so far, but I do have a confession to make. Um, this is how all of my spins have gone. That is unbelievable. So um, I have basically <laughs> I no problem um, taking the fall for that one, guys. Uh, <laughs> sorry if anybody gets in trouble for that. But uh, let's just say it hasn't exactly really come up $100 every time. Confession to me, confession. Hopefully there's some sort of EPT, not live at EPT Live Amnesty. Uh, I had big plans for James to fake uh, to fake a couple more of those, but uh, yeah. So maybe people are w really winning a hundred dollars. Maybe they're not. Who can say? Let's do a little event recap. Let's. Event recap. Event recap. So Matt, you weren't with us for this one, but uh, James and I went to a very swanky. Charity poker tournament. This music couldn't be more appropriate because it was the elite of society at the Savoy Hotel on the Strand in London, raising money for charity. It's the second year in a row I've been to this thing. PokerStars runs the quintessentially foundation poker night. And Joe and I started the evening teaching people who would never speak to us in normal life <laughs> how to play poker. Rich, good-looking people, basically. You can see James with a couple of hot, rich people there teaching them how to play poker. Um, they were taking money out of baby sealskin wallets and <laughs> right. drinking 100-year-old cigars and ma mailing letters with, with error stamps that are worth hundreds of thousands of pounds. At any point, did anyone refer to you as Ant and you as Deck? Or did yes, they understand? I think, no, I think we get... I mean, they don't. People jokingly refer to us as Ant and Dick. I, I don't. I don't think these people are aware of who Ant and Dick <laughs> are. True. Yeah, because they, they, don't, they don't watch IT. There's like probably some like super frequency radio station that they listen to and TV station that no one else gets that yeah. only their ears can hear. Uh, James taught 
uh, hot rich people how to play poker. I got to teach uh, a couple of uh, milfs how to play poker. There we go. There's a uh, there's a couple of young ladies that I spent uh, the beginning of my night with. Uh, but it was you know your typical charity event. I felt very lucky to have attended. Uh, free free drink. Free food. <laughs> um, Jake Cody was there. You know, I, I've played poker with Jake Cody like six times in the last two weeks. It's it is really ridiculous. weird uh, how often he's shown up at the things. I've been mean, thinking he's following me around. Look, look, look at my concentrated face while I'm <laughs> tweeting. I'm surprised your tongue isn't tweeting. <laughs> there are all these like really rich and famous people there, but A, I'm American, so I have no idea who any of them are. So we just ended up, of course, because of that, we ended up just starting with the bad lookalikes. <laughs> so uh, we've got these two that James spotted. This yeah, this is, is uh, uh, Ryan Gosling in the one seat and Scott Kahn in the two seat. Great to see them both make the final table and raise so much money for good causes. And railing the action, thrilled to see him back on the poker circuit, this is Boris Becker. There he is. <laughs> Just four. Oh, what is that? that's not a tennis thing. That's a golf thing. Yeah. That is. Forehand. Yes. That is a tennis thing. Is that actually Keith Lemon? So... <laughs> Could be wrong. Uh, I love a good Keith Lemon. He's the guy that has all the bikini babes and stuff on TV. Probably. Yeah, you don't know. No, I don't. I don't know a single. I person don't watch ITV. I don't know a single person that watches Keith Lemon. It's so funny. It's like it's like one of the, it's like bringing up Benny Hill. People are like, yeah, we're aware of him, but <laughs> yeah. no one really basically the does anything. So I think the highlight of the night for me was there was this girl there who was just. She was stunning. And just absolutely beautiful. So I set him a challenge, right? She sat like two tables away, and I said, okay, you have to take a series of clandestine selfies with this girl. She mustn't know that you are taking the photographs, but you have to get a series of photographs of you with this girl. And challenge so, accepted. What does Stapes do? <laughs> there we go. Wow. Stapes at the bar with a young lady. You can see her in the background there. And then I decided to get a little bit better. And, and your phone isn't small. You can't hold your no, phone in yeah, an obvious just, way. Now that we're on like video, we can see that this there is, is Joey Big Phone. I mean, Joey Big Phone. Has some considerable sizing. I mean, I could blind a person if I angled it <laughs> the wrong way. And I did, I did manage to get one more with her right there, a little bit closer, <laughs> which was fantastic. I actually was really pleased that I did this because it gave me the opportunity to start talking to her. Right. And so I got her name. She was Kimberly. And she was very nice. She didn't give me, like, the blow-off, like, the immediate, like, she was, she engaged me and spoke she for a little bit. She humored you, I believe, is the expression. I, I know when a girl's humoring me, and I'll say, if she was humoring me, she was really good at it. Like, she's used to doing this a lot. And I guess it turns out that she is used to doing this a lot because two days later, I happened to be scrolling through my favorite uh, online rag, uh, that's not it right there. Oh, that's my spinning go record, which is actually kind of embarrassing. That was going to be the gag there. Um, <laughs> I thought I was good at spinning goes. Turns out, here, I'll just show you guys real quick. Turns out my total profit down here at the bottom after all my spinning goes, there's my net profit. $25. $25. That's a lot of work for $25. Here's what's yeah. amazing. PokerStar has made $119.43. <laughs> I made $25. Ah. So, Can I just say on the behalf of all PokerStars employees, thank you thank for your you. business. Everybody wins as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, back to uh, back to the, the Daily Mail online. Kimberly Garner takes a gamble with her neckline in slinky black gown at Charity Poker Night. Apparently she's a, she's a thing. She's wow. actually like a, a, a celebrity and minor celebrity from a reality TV show. I think it was made in Chelsea. She's the heiress to some property magnate. 
Wow. So this is the girl that I was uh, hounding at. Uh, you can see our little EPT cards being used there, UKIPT. Uh, so it turns out that I was actually harassing a legit celebrity that night. Good for you. Uh, I'd put cool, the word right? celebrity in inverted commas. Well, let's, yeah, UK celebrity. Well, not, yeah, I mean, just someone who happens to be rich and appeared in a scripted reality show, does that make them a celebrity? Does it really? I used to want to call them meteors instead of a star. They're more like a meteor because yeah. they fall pretty quick, but whatever. I, still, this girl is a knockout. Hey, where do you think knockout comes from, by the way? Do you think it comes from, like, someone's so hot it, like, knocks you out? Or, like, when you count to ten in boxing, oh, that's a knockout. So if they're ten out of ten, oh. that's the end of I just thought it was like, theory. wow. I thought about that that's the other really day. These are the theory. kinds of things I think about when I'm sober. But you don't have the answer. You just No, I just just a question to pose to you guys. Uh, not to brag, though, but I did make the final table of this event. I was there railing my boy, who was had the. You can't see it there, but but everyone had like their name. Oh, I'll get to I'll get to that. Oh no, you can't see it there yet. So. Uh, and Joe decided he was going to play as Bella Scott. Bella Scott, because if people knew who I was, then maybe you know they'd realize how good I am, mm. and then I should play as Bella Scott. And you'll but. notice that sat right next to Joe at the final table was Jake Cody. <laughs> That's right, and I did make it to Jake's Snapchat, which apparently Snapchat is now going to be the uh, the future. Of tournament reporting, everyone Again? says, "Yeah, right." There's a new, <laughs> a new future to a tournament reporting. Now, I did make the final table, which uh, which means you're guaranteed some prizes. Good. The prizes are pretty sick. I don't know if you guys can read these here. Tenth place, personal training. Who cares? Uh, ninth place, a night at the Savoy, which is where the uh, which is where the thing took place. Eighth is a VIP experience at the uh, at the Chelsea Football Club. Uh, weekend stay at the Grand Zurich Hotel. Uh, a suit for sixth place, a wow. bespoke suit, a hippodrome experience, a week stay in a, in a place in Greece, uh, a six-night holiday for third, five-night and uh, a trip to Monte Carlo wow. for second, and then you get to drive uh, an Aston Martin uh, through the mountains for first place. It's basically a holiday, an alpine holiday in Austria with the 007 Aston Martin experience built in. Wow. Yeah, so uh, pretty cool prizes. Uh, I, of course, uh, finished... In seventh place. Congratulations to Joe. Yes, give yourself a round of yes, applause. Give myself Joe. a round of applause over here on oh, my. Uh, I want a weekend stay at the uh, the Kameha Grand Zurich Hotel, which I am proud to say, I promptly donated back to the charity. Oh. Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Because because we've got, we got dealer button and all in triangles coming in here. Yeah, we Ready do. We're kind of set up. Time Thank you very much, Andre. We're okay. Cool. Awesome. That was. A thing that just happened. Unexpected. I mean, I can't even. I moved back home, and my mom has a heart attack, taking all, stealing all my thunder. And then uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to talk about how I very charitably donated. Yeah, and to make it clear, I have a vested interest in this because we swap ten percent. We always get ten percent every tournament we play. Uh -huh. So when James cashed in the Hippodrome a couple of weeks ago, I got 120 pounds out of the deal because he right. cashed for 1,200. So I'm thinking, what is the cash value of this prize, or do I get to come for like maybe a couple of hours? A couple of hours, yeah, probably yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the hotel. But no, Joe very generously gave the prize back to the Right to Play charity. And confession number two for this show is that I gave it back to charity because I was in no uncertain terms told I had to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that makes way more sense. And I haven't looked up what it's worth yet because I'm, it's like, uh, you know, it's like looking up how much a bet paid that you didn't actually make. Like, I haven't looked it up, but... Better to not know. It's a weekend stay at the Grand Zurich Hotel, including brunch on the Sunday and a massage in the spa for each person. 
Are they still making you pay for the flights and transfers? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I that's uh, a real bad beat. Right? So anyway, I was very forcibly gunned to my head. Can I get one of these? Yeah. Donated my prize. Hey, back Joe, to, we uh, were thinking it would be a really great idea if. I wish it had been that nice. It was basically like, you can't keep that. You know it, right? You have to give it back. It'll look really good for all of us. Okay, sure, no problem. So uh, I'm not exactly the, uh, I'm not exactly the, uh, what's even the word? The philanthrope? Yes. That's Philan a word? Philanthropist. The philanthropist. That's the one I was looking for. Nice guy. Nice guy would have worked there. Yeah, I'm not that either. TV recap. So I guess we're talking Shark Cage now, right? We are talking Shark Cage. Let's go back to this guy here. Because uh, while we're here, bringing live coverage of the EPC Malta main event to the masses on the internet, on big telly, Shark Cage continues to air. Uh, the series has now moved to Monaco. It's heat number four, and this was show number seven, so the first half of the heat, which was all about one guy, really, and that guy was Ronnie Barber because he was the victim of one of the biggest bluffs of all time. It's a hand that's literally been seen by millions of people on the internet. He is the laughing stock of not just the poker community, but pretty much the entire world. Since Star Wars kid, I don't think anyone has been quite so <laughs> laughed at on the internet. So Paul Ronnie comes to Monaco seeking redemption. Uh, he's playing against uh, Fatima, Leo and Andre from, from Team Pro. Uh, we've also got Kieran Bracken, the rugby player. More on him in a moment. And Karen Brutaig, who was a qualifier who's got a lot of experience at playing in live tournaments. We've seen her on the EPT before. She's, she's the girl from that clip where Daniel Negrano breaks his neck trying to watch her. I don't know if you've ever seen that, yes, where he's like, whoa, yeah. snap. Now, obviously, we were there when the, uh, when the show was shot. Uh, I was heavily involved in the production. Joe and I voice it. From the outside looking in, Matt Broughton, I think we should get your perspective on Shark Cage Episode 7. What did you see? I saw a lot of creepy guys with desperate... desperate a lot of creepy guys or just one really creepy guy? And then well, to be honest, it's Ronnie to start with was really disturbingly... i got to be honest, Joe, you reminded me a little bit of you. <laughs> and then at one point, you actually went... God, is that what I sound like? And it was like, oh, it was. It was like if he kind of went up to the, to hi, hi. And then I can't remember. He, maybe he went up to, to Karen and, and she kind of blew him off. And then he just kind of went, so the next girl in line. So you're <laughs> I kinda, know. Kinda, kinda See, you're like a hot obvious. librarian. She kind of only just kind of went dead. Next hot. <laughs> and it was like, it, and uh, just cheesy lines. And it was all. I would have a total and, art on right now. <laughs> and it was just a bit painful and a bit creepy. And he just had this really desperate, hungry look in his eyes. And I couldn't get past it. And then, and then Kieran, Kieran, right? And he starts doing little cheeky winks. And like, oh, you look after me, won't you, darling? I thought, I just want to punch him. <laughs> so anyway, once I got past one yeah. to punch, all the guys. And Andre looked really classy because he's just playing poker and being a nice Andre's guy. Andre's like the sweetest. He's, he's just, just such a nice guy. So first of all, there was a lot of creepiness. And I thought that was a little bit unpleasant. But actually, then I really enjoyed it. I felt really sorry for Karen. Yeah. Early doors. Straight in the cage. That she never good. really recovered from that. I mean, no. she had her kind of like, she a face of thunder yeah. for pretty much the rest of the heat. And mostly, I was just so pleased when creepy rugby dickhead. <laughs> That's really <laughs> poor. I said more him, more on him later. What's the deal with him? Well, no, I just I thought we'd talk about the fact that you know, obviously, he made a couple of fundamental mistakes. One was he missed an opportunity to win oh. a two thousand dollar bluff bonus right. and put Ronnie in the cage. And then there's that hand where he's got Jacks with on an ace high 
three flush board. And he wants to go all and in. And Ronnie like bets and he goes, well, I guess I should go all in. And we oh. both screamed, naturally, not planned. <laughs> no! Yeah, that actually was not that planned was at all. And that... then he goes, I, I, I guess I'm going out. Yes! yes! <laughs> yeah, I just thought he was one of those knobs that you just don't need at a poker table, either televised or in real life. Well, I think he'd be pretty happy to have his money at the poker table most of the time. He's one of those guys everyone pats him on the back. So I'm unlucky, man. Come unlucky, back tomorrow, though. Come Jacks. back tomorrow with a bit more, and we're going to have a great time. What's uh, what, now? In, in recent weeks, I've been calling out Superfan Pedro for live-tweeting every episode of the podcast. I have less of a problem with anyone who live-tweets the TV show, because that's quite a common thing. It's what people do, right? They sit there and they well, tweet. Well, that's what we want them to do. Absolutely, and that's why we put the hashtag on the screen, hashtag SharkCage. Uh, so Pedro finally sat down to watch the new episode. Just fell off my chair laughing in the first seven minutes. This has to be the best episode so far. He believes Ronnie Barder should participate in every shark cage. Between the insane beatboxing and his attempts to pick up girls, oh. the man is an icon. Really? Am I the only one that I hate beatboxing? I don't see it as a skill at all. I don't think it's in this episode, but in the next one where I really... You go to town. Let on everyone know what I think about beatboxing. Uh, so, by the way, this show, we talk about it being on big TV. It's it like being also... good at yo-yo. Who gives a fuck? It's also available to watch at youtube.com slash pokerstars. Pedro concludes, best shark cage episode ever. He wow. does, to be fair, tweet that every week. Ah. Yes. <laughs> uh, generally, uh, pretty strong response to the show. But, yes, some people a little bit concerned by the, shall we say, creepiness of Ronnie Barr. I mean, it had to be an act, right? Because he, everyone knows Fatima has a boyfriend. Leo says at the beginning she's been with someone for 10 years. Now, I will also say... Because that, that would slow you down, wouldn't it? That would stop you. Yeah, absolutely. What, what, I mean, what's the point? Like, I don't... like. Usually people become invisible to me once they have a boyfriend or a, or a husband <laughs> so or whatever. Shallow. So shallow. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that I'm a good guy. I'm just saying, like, why spin your wheels? So, crucially, uh, this heat concludes next week. So, it's going to be on Tuesday night in the UK on Channel 4. It'll be released to the rest of the world the following day po uh, youtube.com slash pokerstars and hopefully joe next week we can get ronnie barda on the show and tell him what we thought of his creepy antics and obviously you can go to town on your opinion of beatboxing the thing is i think beatboxing for an instant you go oh you're making a noise that most people can't brackets because they can't be bothered but <laughs> it's like it's the sort of guy who turns up on britain's got talent and say you're coming back next week what are you going to do exactly the same thing so it's a, it's like it's like yo-yo it's like it's a real great skill for 30 seconds now go away forever yes agreed that's the way i feel about beatboxing matt you got a little game show for us you got a little quiz yeah you got a star wars quiz for us yeah no no superfan versus stapes this week instead just uh a, a stapes versus hartigan um what's the theme of this quiz Guess. Oh, guess. Star Wars. James. James is the is a super fan. I don't think anyone's a bigger fan of James than James, to be honest. So, let's play super fan versus Stapes, James Hardigan edition. Okay, boys and girls. So of course, Star Wars big right now, about to come out with the Force Awakens. I've got five questions each and a tiebreaker. I've even got a little scorecard here. I'm just going to start with Joe. Okay. Pick a good. number between one and ten. seven. Seven, okay. Seven! Seven! Okay. It's always coming up seven, and then it's seven. You play these, you play these eating And games, every time so. we're at dinner, it's seven. Anyway, so, so question seven. Joe, both Yoda and Obi-Wan looked to adopt Leah, but were beaten to the job by who? Um, uh, the guy from Alderaan. Uh, Do you want his full name? That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Uh... Or, or, Organa. Keep going. Keep going. 
Organa. Something. Bale Organa. Yes. Wow, how did I get there? Ding. Do you want uh, Do you want to? Give me a, a thumbs up, thumbs down. That's how we do it behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Do you want to go for a bonus point with the actor that played him? No. Okay. Can, I, can I steal the bonus point? You can point? steal the bonus point. Jimmy Smits. Correct. Oh, in the new movies, right. Well, he doesn't appear. Well, he doesn't appear in, in the, the first. Oh, good. I thought he was like the back of his head or something. Or when, no. when the planet blew up, they had like an extra <laughs> on there. It's one of those things where George Lucas just mentions a name and later on goes, right, I'm going to have to cast someone for that now. And I just made this name up and mentioned <laughs> it. Okay, James, Shit, number between one and ten other than seven. Three. Three. How old was Warwick Davis when he played the Ewok Wicket in Ooh. Jedi? He was quite young. I'm going to say 18. Can you steal that? I'm going to go with 20. He was 11. Wow. wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Joe. That seems, that seems <laughs> like child endangerment to stick an 11-year-old. Throw rocks weird, at him. Weird little <laughs> costume. Have him rolling around. All these logs on ropes. And these little kids going, wee. Do you think that when he got knocked off that speeder and like rolls around for a while that Warwick Davis actually couldn't <laughs> get actually up? there in the costume going, It's just verite. <laughs> ah. Go, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> Joe, uh, another number, please. Uh, oh, yes. Number two. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, it was your, yeah, it was your question. So number wait, we're, uh, we're tied at one and one, right? One and one. Okay. Joe, which Star Wars character did Carrie Fisher describe as the Liberace of sci-fi? Which Star Wars character? Lando Calrissian. No. The Liberace. Think about it. Of sci-fi. Well, who plays a piano? <laughs> What's Who's the other really thing you super think gay? about with Liberace? Oh, C-3PO. No. Ooh, who is it? Costumes. It was Padme Amidala. Oh, Padme Amidala. I mean, that's why I'm with Lando. I'm, all, I'm not thinking of the new... the, uh, the yeah, yeah. Star Wars is bigger than... No, just you're, yeah, right, you're right, you're right. Some of us choose to pretend those films don't exist, Matt. I'm with you on that. I'll one. take question five, please. Says uh, the guy who got Jimmy Smits. <laughs> <laughs> who was the Emperor's apprentice before Anakin Skywalker? Count Dooku? Technically, yes, but not immediately before. Technically, yes, but actually, I'm talking about his apprentice, so he would have been known as... Oh, um, Darth Tyrannus? Yes, in fact. Nice job, James. Yeah, the second part was going to be the character. For a guy who doesn't like The Phantom Menace, you sure know an awful lot about this those is, this, movies. This is, this is from Attack of the Clones. Whatever, the three shit movies. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, just because I think they're shit doesn't mean I don't remember them. Right. They're stuck there. I'd love to cast them somewhere to the abyss, but... Hey, uh, one, four, six, eight, nine, or ten? Six. What does the tie in TIE Fighter stand for? Twin Ionic Engine. I think I've got to give that yeah, to It's actually Twin Ion Engine. That's, oh, yeah, that's, come on. That's, that's good work. That is yeah. really Can you guys work. believe I'm not a virgin? I, I, I wouldn't have known that one. See, the thing is, uh, it's funny because that's why I numbered them because normally I kind of break them into ones for Joe to give him a chance to not be entirely embarrassed. <laughs> but because James always instills your points, it becomes a whitewash anyway. So that's why I thought. Anyway, that's I love the way you okay. run the game, what, Matt. Uh, question two number two now? Two one. Two is the score? Number one. Do I what, sorry? What's the score? Two to two? It is two all. Two all. Yes. Two to two. Two and two. How question one. Who is the only non-Jedi stroke Sith character to use a lightsaber in the original trilogy? Han Solo, when he cuts open the Tauntaun. Man, word for word would have got written down. Would have got that one. Wow. Good job. Yeah, well, that's why, again, that's why there's some easy ones in there. You've got four, eight, nine, or ten. Nine. Nine's my lucky number. 
spell and think about this. You got the spell, Miss Tashmaker. Why do you always get that? <laughs> spell C3PO. Think about this. I, I, I mean, I've seen it written out a exactly. bunch of times. Exactly, but now you're on the spot and not looking at it, and you've got to tell me how it's spelled. Are you saying to spell out the letter C? Like the action figure, for example, yeah. had like the name abbreviated, but then in brackets it had it spelt out phonetically. Okay, no, so I don't need the phonetic spelling. I just need the designation. C-3P0. Correct. Okay. That's I it. I oh, wasn't sure if I had a right. I said like S-E-E-T-H-R-E-E-D-A-S-H-T-H-R. Do you remember the action figure? And it had like S-E-E-Yeah. The only reason I said it is because I asked a couple of friends and they kind of went, well, it's C and 3. And I said, no, there's there's like a hyphen in it. And they went, oh, it's C3 hyphen P. And it's just, I realized when you see it, you think, I don't know where the dash goes. It was an easy one, turns out. Cool. 4, 8, or 10? 4. The Emperor makes his first appearance in Empire Strikes Back, but this was before Ian McDermott was cast. Who and what was originally used to create the Emperor in the hologram? Ooh. Wasn't it like, uh, it was an animal's eyes. I'm pretty sure it's like a monkey's eyes. Clive Revel did the voice, but it was like an old woman with a monkey's eyes or something like that. This is him showing off in case I know. it wrong. And, uh, and I think it was lit by, who was it lit by? <laughs> and uh, the, the key grip and the gaffer. Were, do you know what, I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to give you a half point for okay. that. It was chimpanzee's eyes. It was a monkey. No, monkeys. No, no, that's the bit that you got right. Okay. Uh. Chill, love. Chill. <laughs> but it was over uh, Monster Maker Rick Baker's wife, Elaine. I don't think old lady. I'm not going to oh, take Oh, come on. I feel like half a point is, is fair there. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. Don't worry. I'll lose by half a point. It'll be fine. <laughs> I've got that as three. I've got the spinning girl record to prove it. Three and a half plays three, as far as I can tell. Uh, eight or ten? Eight. How tall is Chewbacca actor Peter Mayhew? He's seven foot one. That's not correct. I think he's seven foot three. He is exactly seven foot nice three. Nice job, James. Man. And so this is the last question. I believe this is your question. Yep. How quickly did the Millennium Falcon make the Kessel run? Less than 12 parsecs. Correct. And for a bonus unnecessary point, can you tell me what's wrong with that statement? It makes no sense whatsoever. Well, why, James? For what reason? You look like you're going to steal this. I, I, I have no idea what a parsec is. A parsec is a unit of distance, not of time. Ah. Bingo. Which and James wins by exactly half one a half point. a point. Do you want to know what the uh, Do you want to know what the tiebreaker would have been? Just, just for fun. Yeah, sure. just for fun. According to C-3PO, what's the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field represented as odds? Closest would have won. What do you want to come in with your guess at? Uh, whole, uh, 186 million to one. Oh, like 75 million to one. It was actually 3,720. Oh, look at that. End. 3,720. Game over. Congratulations. Good sir. job, James Hardigan. You win. Uh, guess what, guys? That's all the time we've got for this first and probably only edition of <laughs> EBT Not Live at EBT Live. Uh, next week, we're back in the studio with the regularly scheduled non-video programming uh, with a recap of what happens here the rest of the time in Malta. I shall regale you with stories from my stint as a guest professor at the London School <laughs> of Economics. God. That's right. We skipped all those stories. Um, so, yeah, we got the main event to finish out here. Any last words, guys? Goodbye.
It's been emotional. All right, for James Hardigan and Matt Broughton, I'm Joe Stapleton. Smell you later.